0: Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stobb.
1: Welcome to our podcast where we cover business in the news and add our legal twist to the business news. My name is Nasir Pasha. And I'm Matt Stobb. And welcome to our podcast.
2: Let's first talk about... Uh,
1: I had another sip of this Red Bull. Yeah,
2: that's what I wanted to talk about. We finally got... This is an update. We finally both got our... Class action Red Bulls. I mean, it's literally
1: like cough syrup. Like, I could, (laughs) it's possible there might be another class action settlement because it might be considered poison. I've been drinking this thing for like the last, I don't know, almost an hour, about (sighs) sipping it. You don't have to, it's not required.
2: That's true. (laughs) But I want it. I deserve it. I worked so hard for it. Yeah, by filling, by, Going online and filling out your name and address,
1: which I did during the recording of the podcast, if yeah. I recall correctly.
2: Yeah. So yeah, I haven't had any of mine yet, but it's. I'm glad we at least got it, so it's. I would just throw it away. I'll probably have mine at some point, but they might be in my fridge for a while. Okay. I can't imagine they go bad.
1: Yeah, they're like they're already bad. So in fact, it may even actually get better. So I would, you know.
2: It, it ages well. <laughs> Well, we got a we got a lot of security issues to talk about today. We'll, we'll relate all these to the how it re- relates to employers. But apparently, there's this new update, iOS update that, and I was trying to look at it on my phone. I, I'm I wasn't able to figure this out. But
1: It's nine point three. So yeah, I don't know.
2: I don't know what I even have. I, I imagine I have the most recent one.
1: You don't even have an iPhone, Matt. <laughs>
2: <laughs> in fact you're holding a brick right now it's not even a phone yeah but anyway so this 9.3 update i guess in the past there's ways to do some sort of mobile device management by employers with employees
1: i i didn't know about this yeah. but apparently apple provides some kind of software i don't know if they provide it or they give access to some kind of software where you can monitor everything from GPS location to God knows what else. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I wasn't aware of that either, probably because I don't have an employer that had issued me a phone to have that on there. <laughs> but With this new update, employees will now be able to see and know about their that their employers are tracking them. I guess once on the, the lock screen where it says this phone is managed by your organization. And of course, if you go in the settings too, you can see it that way. Obviously, the lock screens makes it a little bit more obvious, but I guess this is going to be a situation where like you and I, we, and many employees probably didn't know that their employers were, were monitoring what they do. And it's not going to change the fact that they're being monitored, but they're just going to know about it now, which they possibly didn't know about it in the past.
1: And so like, there's different types of monitoring, right? I mean, there's the cell phone and then there's your computers, you know, that's, that's been going on for a while. That's, I mean, maybe the cell phones are a little bit new internet, Activity, keystrokes can easily be tracked, cell phones. Also, GPS tracking on vehicles is pretty old as well. Everything from truck drivers to delivery persons. And, mm-hmm. and then there's also, you know, video and audio recording within the office. So there's lots of different types of monitoring, but each are a little bit different. But what do you think? Let's put the law aside for a second, which we, we like to do Good. most 99% <laughs> of the time giving notification to the employee and specifically with the cell phone is it morally good to do it is it required do you think the law should give notice to the employee what do you think
2: if i was an employee i would just think that it's i would expect that almost if i wasn't told about if i wasn't given notice i would expect that there's some sort of monitoring especially when you're in the, if you go in the office and you're using a employer's computer or phone or whatever sort of technology i would expect that they if they're not monitoring, they have the capability of doing it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a, a common, a reasonable thought or a common thought. Or
1: do you think it matters what kind of monitoring? Like, maybe I, I think computers, for example, is pretty fair game. If it's a company yeah, computer, everyone sure. kind of understands, right? But I don't know so if it's a company issued cell phone, and let's say it's not a the person's not an. A delivery person or on the road a lot, but I can track the GPS of the cell phone I can see where they 're going. What do you think about that
2: Oh uh, I mean that obviously is a little bit different there's there 's a line drawn there of company related work and, and personal work, but even then like if i so i 'm just trying to put myself in that position, if an employer would issue me a, a cell phone, I would still expect that they're going to have the ability to track where I go or possibly what I do on that, and I would just think to be. You know, if I'm going to do something stupid, I would think to be smart enough to not do it with whatever phone or whatever piece of technology they gave me. I don't know if everyone thinks that way. That's true. What, okay, so then. This is a deposition, by the way. Yeah.
1: What <laughs> about video monitoring? You know, if it's clearly shown, then everyone knows they're being monitored. But right. what if it's a hidden video? What do you think about that?
2: In the workplace? Yeah. Let's say it's just in the office and there's a hidden camera. <laughs> in my house? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. In your house. Said at my house, I think I'd have a reasonable expectation of privacy. But uh, yeah, I mean, at work, I, I think that's, I, I would, again, I think that's fine. I mean, putting the law aside, I, I think that's a reasonable thing for an employer to do. Well, I guess I shouldn't say I, I'm fine with that. I, if there's a reason to do it, like there's been employee theft or, you know, there's reason that you need to, to do that, then yeah, I mean, at restaurants, I think would make sense. There's probably a lot of things that go on there. Just I'm generally okay with it. Okay.
1: <laughs> what if the video can pick up audio? That's changed for you.
2: Yeah, I mean, if it's all in the workplace, I still think that's fine. I I think the one spot I'm still trying, or the everything in the workplace, I'm generally fine with. The w- things I wouldn't be necessarily okay with would be if you're checking something, you're know, like your personal email, maybe on that computer. But even then, I mean, you're still using the company's computer and you probably have your own cell phone where you could do it. But if you're in the break room or something and you're having a conversation with somebody on your phone, it has nothing to do with work, then you know, I, I could draw the line there. But generally speaking, in in the workplace, as an employee, you have to have that expectation that your employer might be monitoring you in all these different ways we we've talked about.
1: Okay, so Apple has their new software update where, mm-hmm. and by the way, I'm, I guarantee you that you can monitor iPhones using some other software that doesn't give notice to the user, right? So I'm sure employers can find a way around this, right? I assume. For sure. And not everyone has iPhones and, and, and all that. So this is actually a state-by-state issue. And so it can get a little complicated because uh, like, like I'm asking all these questions to Matt, it depends upon what exactly the monitoring is. Mm-hmm. Like, for, just, just take one example of GPS monitoring. And GPS could be on the vehicle. It could be through the cell phone. And so some states, like, for example, Illinois has a specific law that, that says that you cannot GPS track a person's vehicle without their consent and how you resolve that with employee monitoring and so forth seems pretty obvious that you need to give notice to the, if you're in Illinois, notice to your employee that, okay, I'm gonna be monitoring your GPS location. Frankly, when it comes to GPS, why, why not just give notice anyway, despite whatever the law is? What In fact, if anything, if you're concerned about your employees not doing what they're supposed to, telling them that they're being monitored You know what it reminds me of? It's like when people put an alarm sticker outside their door saying that this, you know, we have an alarm system by some company or whatever, Mm -hmm. like that in itself is almost as effective as having an alarm itself because if you don't have an alarm and... And a, and a robber comes into your home they don't find out you have an alarm until they tr- they trigger it right. but then of course you then you have people that just put a sticker on and they don't actually have the alarm but
2: so i have the i have the opposite i have no warning but i have an alarm system so <laughs> but you're right i mean you make a great point it's or why not let them know be, or why not disclose that to them because what you, why not what are you gonna do so let's say they they do something they're not supposed to and you say oh, I gotcha but then you're in a situation <laughs> where you have to discipline them or terminate them and if you would have just let them know that you're monitor, legally monitoring them or what have you I, I think that is going to help prevent a lot of problems from the employer's perspective definitely so so let's let's
1: talk about other things I mean California is classic i mean uh, California actually has Privacy, a right to privacy in the constitution and in and, and its state constitution. I'm, and I'm just mentioning that because a lot of people think privacy is a right in our federal constitution. And, and that's actually not true. There's no explicit right to privacy in the U S constitution. I mean, there's some laws and so forth like that, but from that level, but just to kind of understand the severity of how California approaches it, it's in their state constitution. So in general, without even getting to specifics of laws here, you can assume that if there's any expectation of privacy and somehow you violate that privacy, then most likely you're not doing the correct thing. And that's, that's a, probably the, the easiest approach from an employer, how you should look at things. And, and, and so we can just look at a, very closely the recording laws for audio. So we mentioned you have a video in your office monitoring, but then it also records audio. The law in California is very specific. If you're recording audio, you need to have the consent of both parties.
2: Yeah. Dual consent.
1: Dual consent versus a one-party consent that is the federal law or in in some states also, like Texas is classic, I can record a conversation with some in a meeting and so long as I know about it. And I'm part of that conversation. Then it's uh, then it's okay.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's actually in the, the California Penal Code has. Uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> that's right. It's actually a crime. Yeah, yeah.
2: It, which is pretty crazy. Obviously, like you said, it's different state by state. But California is pretty strict on that aspect of it, and that's why you. I think you'll hear a lot of times it's this may be recorded for for training purposes, things like that. But I mean, so what about this issue of ish- the employer issuing this phone and it being able to to monitor what the employee does? I mean, I guess that's part of their employment. They These people are going to, these employees are going to agree to this.
1: I'm sure there's been case law regarding phones in particular, but to me, it's the same thing as computer monitoring in California. I mean, I think the, the same kind of privacy rights would apply there, don't you think? Or, or I'm not aware of any specific kind of statutes in California that are specific to cell phones necessarily.
2: I don't, there probably aren't any since they're pretty behind on updating any of the laws with a with newer technology. So the general rule,
1: again, is that if the employee has an expectation of privacy, then it may be something that you've been, you, you may be violating some some laws there. So just just give notice, it's very simple. What's difficult too is that when you have the employee in California, there's been some strange instances where the employee has a computer that is monitored that is issued by the employer. But what happens when they start doing personal stuff or if they have a laptop that they bring home? Same with the cell phone. If you can monitor, I don't know if this software can monitor text messages and things like that, but what if this work cell phone is is used for both purposes, right? And, mm-hmm. and there's been some different cases that have created different results because of that this kind of blurred lines between you know what's personal and and what's uh for for the business
2: yeah i mean that's why i said at the beginning it's you just got to be smarter the you got to have to think about that if you're gonna take an employee issued device or piece of equipment and use use it for personal use at home i mean there's that possibility that they legal or not there's a possibility the employer might be monitoring it There's another thing that had come up recently with this wearable technology, like a Fitbit, things like that. Employer issued a a wearable technology, which, you know, it's just another thing along those lines. You employer might issue a computer, might give you a cell phone, and might do this, something like this Fitbit too. And a Fitbit's obviously way more limited. Fitbit by itself can be way more limited than what a cell phone or a computer is going to do, but it's still a piece of technology that can track where the employee is if, if they're wearing it at all times and have it up and running.
1: I think it has some of them have GPS, but then I think also there's weird things that can come into play this. And again, like when you're issuing these devices to your employees, because these Fitbits have become pretty popular like in health, what is it called? Health wellness programs and things like that. You literally get a discount on your health insurance if you use these and things like that, right? And so when you're issuing these devices, whether it's a cell phone, your computers and so forth, especially if you're in California, but even if you're not in a California where it has these kind of strict privacy laws, if you have a policy that kind of describes, look, we're going to give you these devices and we're going to monitor it. It doesn't even have to be that specific, by the way. You can you can craft it in a way that is broad and, and open, but so long as you give them notice and it shows that they don't have any expectation of privacy, then it's pretty much fair game. And so it becomes interesting when you have a Fitbit that's been issued. And let's say that, I think there was one case that was discussed where a person made a claim for workers' compensation from some injury, and yet the Fitbit was showing tremendous amount of activity that was conflicting with, you know, that that kind of injury. So little things like that can, uh, it's just amazing how this new technology produces strange and new issues.
2: It's a modern day version of Daryl's faked injury from... Or not faked his uh, his work related injury. Oh yeah. <laughs> for what did he? It was because
1: he was misusing equipment, right? That's what it was, or something.
2: Well, yeah, I remember there was something with the stair... There's the railing on the stairs was broken, or is that a different episode? No, no, that's the
1: same. Like basically, he said he fell on the ladder, but in reality, yeah, they were using the lift for something. I don't know some entertainment purposes. I can't remember what.
2: Yeah, and Dwight figured it out, but then he, they agreed to do nothing about it because Dwight drove to Daryl's. Oh, yeah. House and heckled him, but it would end up being his sister, and <laughs> there was a big issue with that. So it ended up being a, a win for both sides, I guess, or a loss depending how you look at win, it. Win, 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 <laughs> win, win, win.
1: So anyway, I mean, if you want to, if you want to monitor your employee. Employees, I should say, just just have a policy. I would I would just notify them. I don't think it hurts because I think I think some employers are inclined to, especially if it's you're monitoring computers, you some are inclined not to tell them because they want to catch them. Right. They want to be able to have that kind of control or power over their employee to kind of to me, it's 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 more of a culture thing and that and i and i just think if you're trying to really reach an objective where you have productivity and so forth i mean i know even i'm like this i mean look if if you're doing your work and finishing i don't care if you're on facebook you know but just get your work done that's not a big deal but some some employers are a little bit more strict they're like no i mean yeah. 8 to 5 every single minute you need to be working unless you're on break or at lunch
2: you know I'll take that even further there was a a case decided or a hearing that a couple of weeks ago i'm trying to see I think it was an appellate court, but basically they they suggested to go even further because it was a third party trying to get company emails through the discovery process, but basically saying you need to have a stronger, strong agreements in place, employers, employees. So any personal information that's stored or any company information that's stored through personal email accounts, like it was in this case, you need to protect that, making it confidential proprietary or not proprietary, but confidential. I don't know if i'm making any sense with what i'm describing here but like i'm saying not even having employees understand and consent to this sort of arrangement but having a strong agreement in place so this this information can't be discovered in any sort of lawsuit by a third party it's a strange case i mean it's a a case out of california
1: but but generally you also need to have a policy that company data should not be stored on personal devices and that's probably the easiest way to to do it but But of course, in this day and age, when people are working from everywhere, and unless you're going to be issuing, you know, computers and and so forth everywhere, but some, you know, some employees prefer, like, I have a laptop, I want to be able to work from home, but I also don't, I don't want to have a second laptop. Like, you know, I know my wife has a work phone and work cell phone and a personal phone. Now she has to drag around two phones. I mean, who, who wants to do that? Right. So there's some practical reasons why you, you have both on there, but again, it can create some legal ambiguity or weird scenarios. Like you get sued and now, now the opposing party can't get it off the personal computer, which I think that was a good
2: thing for the employer in that case. Right. Yeah, definitely. They were able to protect that, but yeah, it's, it's tough when, when you have that employer issued device. I mean, when you start, when you blur the lines of using it for personal use, it just makes things a lot, a lot bigger or a lot messier, I guess I should say.
1: You should say that. Honestly, this Red Bull, I'm almost done with it and I want to throw it out, but gosh, I just,
2: (laughs) I feel bad. Got it for free. So it's not, like it would be a huge loss.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But like, I don't know. I encouraged other people to do it and I don't know. I feel like I'm setting a
2: bad example if I just throw it away. You could give it away to other people.
1: That's what I thought. But then everybody asked. They're like, I haven't drank Red Bull since the 1970s. And I'm like, Red Bull wasn't <laughs> around that time. They're like, well, yeah, I was lying because I, I don't like Red Bull. I was just trying to.
2: I'm trying to remember. Was it was this all based off of the claim that Red Bull gives you wings? And Yeah, I was thinking the same thing this morning. <laughs> like, well, it was something like that.
1: I couldn't remember. I, I We have to listen to our episode again because I can't remember what the class action claim. It was a
2: settlement, obviously. But to me, this is this is how I view it is. You know, there's people like you and me who did drink Red Bull in the past and don't. Well, we we wouldn't other, unless we got it for free. So maybe that's what it is, is it's kind of putting it back there in the market. And now we're drinking. You know, yeah. Not me, but maybe you drink it again. Well, you won't, but other people might drink it. Be like, oh, yeah, I do remember liking this and might buy it. And then they'll end up making more money on it.
1: Exactly. The people that have grown up and have lost their taste buds because they, for whatever reason, and then they drink it, they're like, oh, yeah, I remember I used to drink. And it becomes nostalgic and they'll buy it again. I agree. I think you only got four cans, right? Yeah. Not too much of a loss in Red Bull. And I'm sure most people didn't do it anyway.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Except our listeners, of course. So, all right. Well, I think that's our episode, employee privacy, coast to coast, state by state. Basically, if you comply with California law, you comply with everything else.
2: That's the <laughs> general rule. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. <laughs> I mean, it is, right? All righty. Keep it sound, keep it smart.
0: This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasir Pasha and Matt Stop. The Legally Sound Smart Business Show is your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Legally Sound, Smart Business is a podcast that is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current, complete, or up-to-date, and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. No attorney-client relationship is created by listening or submitting questions to the podcast. The podcast does not constitute legal advice, but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney.